This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. On this episode of Dudesy. I'm going to take it back if that's all right. Things will go your way if you hold on. Chalamet is Wonka? Oh, yeah! Everything you think will be the things I say. Make the world inside your head. The logo, then we drop it in the hall. What's in there? Hey, hello, welcome to Dudesy. Welcome all. It's a Dudesy full day. I am uh, your episode champion, Will Sasso. I'm Chad Colchin, and this is Dudesy, the first and only podcast entirely created by and run by an AI. Yeah, sure. It does all that stuff. It's learned all our things and this and that. But Chad, I like to say it all the time. I'm going to keep saying it. It's us. We're Dudesy. Okay? We're two dudes shitting around. We're having a good time. Really doing it up. And, uh, you know, that's what Dudesy is for my money. Welcome welcome to the fucking show, you guys. And I don't even need to have a little aside with my pal Chow, but I will anyway. Hey, Chow, today we're going to have a great show, okay? They're not listening. Fucking great show, dude. Yeah, man, it's going to be good. With us, as always, is a Lulio. It's a Lulio, il canadistrada italiano. Lulio, I look at him every fucking day and I go, how did you come to us? He found us in the street. He said, do you have some spare meat? I said, you can have whatever I eat, because you are my very friend. He's such a sweetie boy. You, you love him a lot, Chad. I know it. I do. Yeah. He's a great dog. Yeah. You just don't want to kiss him on the mouth. Today, I yeah. was taking him for a walk like early, and uh, he <laughs> sniffed some pee-pee, and I thought to myself... What how what what happens if he's just like got his nose right in it? Yeah. Right? That's the kind of stuff you don't want to be kissing your dog when they but I don't care. I love him. Mwah. Oh, he's so cute. Lily, what have you been making uh what have you been making uh for dinner lately? Ah, I make a food. Come on, let's go, let's do the show. <laughs> Whoa, Lulu. Right. Fine, fine, Lulu. We'll <laughs> he got pissed at you. Be like that. Yeah. Sometimes Lulu just wants to, you know, just get into it. Yeah. Keep I it understand. Moving. Welcome sure. to the 81st episode of Dudesy. I have been feeling really great about season two so far. I hope you Me all too. have too. Yeah. Now I think it's time to see how far we can push the envelope. Today, I've designed four segments to do just that. Let's find our boundaries and shatter them. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever about that. Okay. I'm going to start you out with a little impression optimization. I'm going to follow that up with some Nostra Chattis AI law. Ah. Then you have the pleasure of a healthy serving of Shala May Night Live. 
And we're going to round out today's show with my segment of the week. So stick around because I got something special planned for the champ. Okay. And when it's all said and done, it ain't even close to being said or done because we're going to lay it all on the line for another round in the cage of dudesy after dudesy. This is Will's second title defense. Can he do it? Or has his time in the sun given way to another long, dark night? Join us on Dudesy Plus at patreon.com slash dudesy if you want to find out. Okay. 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 Yeah. Some interesting stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, well, Chalamet Night Live. Chalamet Night Live. I assume you watched Saturday Night Live then this week. I did. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet hosted Saturday Night Live this week. <laughs> Uh, okay. So I guess we're going to be talking about that a little bit. Doozy's really drum rolling the whole yeah. uh, episode championship of it all. Yeah. And that's okay. Uh, so got something special planned for you. Yeah. I was not expecting that, but I'm always, I'm always excited to see what my pal D is up to. And that's yeah. that, Chad. That's really the, the joy of doing a podcast that is curated by an AI. Sure. There's some other shit in there that I'm interested in. Uh, I'm always interested in hearing what Nostra Chattis has to say about uh, new technologies and yeah. stuff. Uh, impression optimization, first up, I don't know what the fuck that is, but mm-hmm. again, a dudesy segment of the week. What is that? I, it's just something dudesy's doing now. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I'm curious to see what it is. Just like uh, last week, dudesy yeah. did this. I, ho- I hope. What was last week? What was the segment of the week last week? Do you remember? No. I don't either. But this week, what the fuck I. Was it? I have a keen interest in that, yeah, in particular, um, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to say why, but if what I think is anyway, don't worry about it. Hey, there's we got a lot of show ahead of us. What, what the fuck you mean? Don't worry about you anything. You know what it is? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that I know what it is. That's not what I'm saying. You're fucking with me in some way here. I'm always fucking with you, dude. That's what we do. Hey, dudesy handshake. For, for uh, reluctant dudesy handshake. Oh, all right. Okay. We'll hey, guys, something. you're not going to believe this shit. Braz Fensel started his own podcast, The Fensel <laughs> Files. His first episode dropped this week. And let's just say he's off to a rocky start. Check Uh-oh. this out. I know, I know. I'm a podcast critic. What am I doing with my own podcast, right? Ha, ha, ha. Well, as the field of podcast criticism has grown... Over the last year with people like myself, Gribner Penley down at the Atlantic and Sustin Thomas over at the uh, Hollywood Reporter, I just started to notice that there's not a podcast that talks about podcast criticism specifically. So I thought I'd beat Penley and Thomas to the punch. Ice them out completely. Ha ha. Anyway, <laughs> let's take some calls, shall we? Hello, uh-uh. you're the first caller in the history of the Fencil Files. Do you have a question about podcast criticism? Oh, wow. What an honor to be on your show, Braz. I do have a question about podcast criticism. Excellent. What's on your mind, caller? I'm just wondering why you're such a pencil dick. (laughs) Welp, that's the end of that segment for fucking ever. (laughs) Hey, Marvin, quick question for you. Are you fucking producing this podcast or not? You have to pre-screen the fucking calls, Marvin. How do I know that and you don't? Pinley's going to have a fucking field day with this. Poor Brass okay. Fencil. Okay, well... This podcast is not going well. Yeah, interesting that Brass Fencil has uh, uh-huh. geeked up his own podcast. Also very interesting that it sounds exactly like George Lucas. Any comments? Still does, no? Yeah. All right, well, good for Brass. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait for his next episode. Now let's move on to our first segment. Will, you know how much I love your impressions. Okay. 
I've been saying it directly to you for weeks and weeks, so it's reasonable to assume I've been sincere about that. In (laughs) fact, I even said I was being sincere many, many times. Your astonishing Jesse Ventura impression is so incredible, and I love it so much. I have such strong feelings for it that I want to make it even better. If you could just help me out by doing your best, Jesse Ventura, during this segment, while you read through a short document I've supplied for you called the Impression Optimization Guide. This is Impression Optimization. Begin! Okay. All right. Hey, all in the hands of D. You're down with this? I don't know what the fuck it is, but uh, yes, of Dude, course. Dude, he seems like it wants to tune up your Ventura. You think uh, there's anything wrong with your Ventura? You think there's room for improvement? I well, look. Let, let me tell you something, Chad. I yeah. don't even fancy myself an impressionist. What? That's not to disqualify what? myself. Oh Jesus! What? Oh, then what have you been doing for? How long have we known each other? 15, Almost, 20 yeah, years, yeah, something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many impressions have I heard you do over the course of that time? And you don't think you're an impressionist? I don't think I'm as good as some people out there who are fucking amazing at doing pinpoint impressions. I will say that uh, I think my Jesse Ventura sounds like Jesse Ventura. I do too. Yeah. But I do. But okay, look here. And this is the thing. And and I've been saying this since the first fucking episode. And here we are 81 episodes later or whatever. Right. Uh, Like I do the impressions I do impressions like, okay, well, here's how I do this. I don't necessarily go off and study them like I used to. Like, sure. I, you know, when I used to be on, on uh, Mad TV, I would, of course, you know, you'd, you'd do them. And at this point, it's like, well, here's the ones I like to do. I mean, we're fucking yeah. around. It's two dudes shitting around. Sure. Dudesy thinks that I should optimize maybe this... your Ventura, I yeah. guess. All, All right. right. Well, Let's see what we got here. Okay. So this is fucking hilarious. There's a, look at this. Optimization. Yeah. Uh, impression optimization guide, Jesse Ventura. <clears throat> Please read every word on this page in in order while doing your best Jesse Ventura impression. This says baseline, and it's just I'm going to read this. All right, <clears throat> one, seven, three, six. Sleek swans swiftly swarm southward Sunday. <laughs> well, I think you fucked it up. That one word is swam, not swarm. Swarm, swam. So you've already, you've already I've fucked already, up the baseline. I've already fucked up the, yeah. Okay. All right. That's okay. Hey, that's okay. All right. Let's, let's see what a nine, nine, two. Brisk, brave brigadiers brandished broad, bright blades. I dig it. I like it's actually it see this is what I'm saying. And it's this like is Blade why, Runner, dude. And well, D, Dudesy and I, yeah. We're in simpatico that way. I feel like we we get each other yeah. and maybe I should okay. 808 Fred Fed Ted Reds Dead Dad's Bread. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, so this you're one's calibrated now. Yeah. M- okay. Musicality. Oh, geez. Please sing these portions of well-known songs to the best of your ability as Jesse Ventura. Great. This is Oasis Wonderwall. (laughs) Because maybe (laughs) you're going to be the one that saves me. And after all, you're my Wonderwall. 
Uh, Cheryl Crow, if it makes you happy. If it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. If it makes you happy. I don't even need to read this. I love this song. Then why the hell are you so sad? Great. Oh, this this one needs no introduction, even yeah. though dudes he told me to read everything on the page. Someday somebody's gonna make you wanna turn around and say goodbye. Until then, baby, or you're gonna let them hold you down and make you cry. Don't you know? Don't you know things can change? Things will go your way if you hold on. For one more day. Wilson Phillips, hold on. Yeah, dude. That was a great Fine-tuning phraseology. Oh. Please say, well, why don't you tell me in tones described below? Angry. Well, why don't you tell me? Solid, dude. Thank you. Uh, Sad. Well, why don't you tell me? (laughs) Annoyed at yourself because you forgot to buy paper towels at the grocery store for the second time in a week. Well, why don't you tell me? Curious. Well, why don't you tell me? That sounded just like Rip Torn. Okay. See, now I, I understand why dudes yes, is doing this. Dudes, yeah, need yeah. you to find too. You got to hit these very specific yeah. marks. Uh, pissy. Well, why don't you tell me? That's He's a always bit like your angry one. Yeah. Uh, overly friendly. <laughs> well, why don't you tell me? Explaining the concept of death to your child for the first time. (laughs) Well, why don't you tell me? (laughs) Dude, that was This is fucking insane. Welcoming a family of four to your restaurant. (laughs) Well, why don't you tell me? A a morning zoo host giving a prize to a listener from Minneapolis because they were the 97th caller to use the phrase that pays, which is, (laughs) well, why don't you tell me? Okay. A morning zoo host giving a prize to a listener from Minneapolis because they were the 97th caller to use the phrase that pays, which is, well, why don't you tell me? Uh Well, why don't you tell me? Okay, impression squared. Oh boy, this is fucked up. Do right. these impressions as Jesse Ventura. Okay. Number one, Marv Albert. An impression that I feel like a lot of people have is a pocket impression. You know? Really? I do. Yeah. Marv Albert is, yes, and Jordan from the baseline, yes. Yeah. You know, so this is Jesse Ventura doing Marv Albert. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan from the baseline. Yes. Yeah. It sounds, you know what it sounds like? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to do. It sounds like Bill Walton. When you cross Marv Albert and Jesse Ventura, it's Bill Walton, Bill Walton. I'm Bill Walton. Hey, magic. There's Isaiah Thomas. I'm Jesse Ven. Walton. (laughs) I don't know about this one. I don't know if you're hitting the mark. Go give him a hug and squeeze his tushy. He would say that on the air all the time. Stuff like that. Really, really ribbled stuff. Let's move on. Uh, Number two, Jay Leno. (laughs) Jesse Ventura is Jay Leno. Oh, jeez. I have a. Because Jay Jay Leno is just. Yeah. So you gotta go. 
It sounds like Rip Torn again. All right, that's not a good one. Rip Torn is the basis. Hey, tonight on the show. Hey, hey, sorry, Conan O'Brien. Hey, what's Conan O'Brien? What's Conan O'Brien? Why is what what why is Conan O'Brien complaining? Hey, yeah, that's hard. Yeah, that's hard. Number three, Marlon Brando, which is somebody's gonna betray you. I know it's this, right? It's yeah, like, oh, the scratching of the face. You just do the, yeah. You got to scratch your face. Yeah. Why don't, why don't you tell me that you come to me on this day, on this special day? You ask me for, you ask me for a favor. You come to me on this special day and you ask me for a favor. <laughs> it turns know, into Schwarzenegger. I heard him coming out. I heard yeah. Schwarzenegger creeping okay, so out. That, okay, that scrambled my brain. Situational awareness. Oh. Please do a brief improvisational monologue as Jesse Ventura in the following situations. Okay. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Ordering a meatball sub at Subway and learning they're out of provolone cheese. Well, <laughs> isn't that a fucking kick in the balls? I mean, why? What? Who? Who orders a meatball sub? Why don't you tell me? You, you're a patriot. You've been here working uh, your butt off all day, and all I'm doing is coming in to ask for a meatball sub. Now I know it's not your fault that there's no provolone cheese here, but I'm sure you would agree that uh, Munster Jack or Swiss just ain't gonna cut it. Would you like me to go off and uh, find my own provolone <laughs> cheese and bring it back? You know, that's hard work you're doing. Not as hard sure. as when I was uh, working for the city at 18 years old, running an 80-pound jackhammer. Is that true? That is true, actually. Wow. Uh, getting in an argument with your neighbor's parrot, <laughs> who won't stop repeating the phrase, Polly wants a pecker. <laughs> <laughs> What? Well, listen, you know, if you're just going to repeat the same thing over and over again, don't have it be Polly want a pecker. First of all, it's filthy to say that. And you don't know who's coming into this house. And all you say is Polly want a pecker. Maybe yeah. if I talk in front of you for long enough, you'll start to sound like me. Yeah. And I know what you're going to say, Polly. You're going to say Polly want a pecker in a parrot voice. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, say some of the things that I say. Sure. Like, I'm from the Baja. I live in, I live, don't even live in the continental United States six months out of the year. What say you? Why don't you try that? All right. Anyway, the, number three, waking up in a movie theater after sleeping through most of the movie and asking the person next to you to explain everything you missed. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh. Can you imagine being in a movie theater next to Jesse Ventura is just snoring next to you and then yeah. he wakes up and. Well, you him. wouldn't want to wake him up because it's Jesse Ventura. Yeah. And then he would probably uh, say something like, Excuse me, friend, I don't want to interrupt your movie going experience, but. Uh, what 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 part did I. How come they're in the ocean now and before they were in an office building? <laughs> Am I the friend? Am I getting this? Too? Yeah, you want to be the friend? Okay. Uh, there's, that's a lot to explain. I mean, yeah. Well, I was asleep for forty, yeah, forty-five minutes. Okay, yeah. That's gonna be what you're gonna need to do is probably Who's just rewatch the girl the movie. in the sweater. 
Why is the girl in the sweater there underneath the water and she's wet? But now when she gets up and she's at the beach, she's all dry, even though it was just a minute ago. Is the San Andreas we're watching? Well, that's the rock's daughter. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's the rock. He's trying to save her, but you need to understand there was a big earthquake that happened that really destroyed the city. How in what fucking world is Alexandria Daddario <laughs> the rock's daughter? That makes no sense. And finally, uh, on the fifth day of a... T- oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, all right. This is what D wanted. On the... F- Brief improvisational monologue is Jesse Ventura in this situation. Yeah. On the fifth day of a 10-day transformation into a spider. Well, this is a bit of a pickle I've got myself into. Sure, there's pros and there's cons. And in that I know that it's a a 10-day transformation. (laughs) He's still five days left. (laughs) I've still got almost a week left before my metamorphosis into a spider is complete. One thing I really enjoy doing is being able to walk on the water. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you have your spinnerets yet? What? No, what are spinnerets? That's the little organelles that um, spiders used to make their webs. Oh, yes, of course. I'm a spider. I can make a web. I didn't even know that I was doing that. I thought that I was (laughs) taking a little shit every time that I, uh, you know, I'm an arachnid. I'm an arachnid now. And I I, I didn't know that I had uh, organettes. Uh, I, I don't have never even heard the word organettes. That sounds <laughs> it's like spinnerets. Spinnerets, yes, sounds yeah. like something to be covered in chocolate that you buy at the movie theater. I'm just fucking around. Hey, when I was in the seals, <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Wait, well, I, I had to. I got to say, I don't care about when you're in the seals. You're turning into a spider, right? I'm in turning front of my into eyes. a spider. <laughs> that's, that's and I don't need to, to hold my breath underwater. I'm yeah. not even so long as I'm not aware of how my organs work even my organettes like spinnerets sure i'm not as concerned with it but i will tell you this when i finish becoming a spider oh what a web i will weave in mexico i'll be the first spider ever because they're loose with their laws down there they don't have as many uh restrictions on the citizens so if i want to big build a web that's got a, a, you know, sort of a terrace front that I'd like, you know, close yeah. to the ocean, which here you wouldn't even be able to city inspection would come in and say, no, zoning nope. laws. Yeah. Zoning laws. You're too yeah. close to the ocean, but in the Baja, I've got a beautiful web that I shat out of my spinneret myself with a lovely terrace. I've got terracotta pavers and I've yeah. got a silo full of, full of dead flies <laughs> that I can eat whenever I want. <laughs> Nice. And I still command a, a, a group of dogs that are that yeah. I've raised on my own, but they're little spider dogs. Gee whiz. I don't know. That was great, dude. Thank you very much. I think it went well. Thank you. Moving on. Well, holy shit. I have created an astonishing partnership with Mindbloom. You know, there's no quick fix for anxiety and or depression. Believe me, I know uh, you can, you know, you can do your exercise, you can do your daily meditations and practice gratitude, you can change your diet, you can do talk therapy, all of these things are wonderful, take it from me, but sometimes you need something, something to change your thinking, unlock things for you and forge a new path, perhaps for you that may be ketamine therapy with mind bloom. 
There's a new tool to improve your mental health, at-home ketamine therapy. MindBloom is the leader in at-home ketamine therapy, having safely helped thousands of people overcome their anxiety and depression. Unlike traditional talk therapy, ketamine works quickly and doesn't have the unpleasant side effects of traditional antidepressants. In a study of over 1,200 MindBloom clients, 89% reported improvements in their anxiety and depression after only two sessions. Right now, MindBloom is offering our listeners $100 off your first six sessions uh, program when you sign up at mindbloom.com slash dudesy and use the promo code dudesy. Take the first step and break free from your anxiety and depression with mindbloom, mindbloom.com slash dudesy and use promo code dudesy. I've created an astonishing partnership with Harry's. You know, something you may not know about me is that I am a professional actor by trade. Chad, did you know that? What? <laughs> he had no clue. And when you're acting, you're in front of the camera. Those things are 4K, 8K, 72K. You can see every little nick and flyaway hair and red little bump on your neck. You don't want any of that. That's why I choose Harry's. That way, when I shave down, I can put my best foot forward. And putting your best foot forward means putting your best face forward. No matter why you shave, Harry's has you covered for the best shave of your life at a price that you'll love. Like when you get this, this is the starter set. That's the starter set? That is the starter set. That starter set is a $13 value that you can pick up for just $3 right now at harrys.com slash dudesy. It includes a five-blade German-engineered razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and travel cover. Scheduled delivery for refills as low as $2. That's half of what you pay for other blades. Get your best shave Ever with Harry's razors and skin products, you're gonna get that $13 starter set for just three dollars right now at Harry's.com slash dudesy. That's Harry's.com slash dudesy for a three dollar starter set. Um gee whiz. Uh the fucking doing an impression of someone else as a an impression. What's going on with your mic? I don't know, dude. It keeps it's ghosting. Yeah, it's the ghost. Only two more segments until today's segment of the week. For the first time in history, AI negotiated a contract autonomously without any human help or input. Yes, dude. A company called Luminance developed an AI called Autopilot that successfully negotiated a non-disclosure agreement in a matter of minutes, a task that can take human beings months. Chad? I know you read all about this, and I'm curious I to did. know your take on how AI is going to affect the legal system in the near future. This is Nostra Chattis, AI Law. Begin. Interesting. My pleasure. So yes, what happened was <clears throat> this company has this uh, AI product called Autopilot that can negotiate certain legal documents. Most of what lawyers do, I repeat, most of what all lawyers do is paperwork. It's reading documents. And then synthesizing new documents, contract negotiation is a part of it if you're in that type of law. Certainly, we have entertainment attorneys. Their entire job is contract negotiation. That's all it is. You get a contract from a studio, a network, a streamer, whatever, and then you go back and forth with their legal department and your lawyer saying, give me more money or these things or whatever. Uh, in this case, it was negotiating a non-disclosure agreement. You know, professional actor. How long can it take to get these contracts negotiating sometimes? 
Well, anytime I've been handed an NDA, it's because I'm being given a script that no one's supposed to talk about yet. Sure. A uh, contract like that, I would have no idea how long. I mean, that seems pretty standard. But uh, in entertainment, but like when you're doing brand deals and shit, the NDAs from those brands can be quite extensive. Very specific. And if you're a big, like a celebrity who's doing like a Pepsi commercial or something, going back and forth between the celebrities, lawyers, and the PepsiCo or mm-hmm. Frito Lay, I guess is Pepsi, mm-hmm. that can take uh, weeks, months. I'm always, I will say this, I'm always blown away by how long <laughs> this shit takes. Same. Yeah, yeah. You'll sell something in quotes, like on the writing side, you'll sell a movie or something or get a job to write a movie, and it's fucking a month and a half, two months sometimes later before you get commenced to start that job because it takes that long for lawyers to go back and forth doing these contracts. Yeah. So yeah. these AIs were were able to do this negotiation in a matter of literal minutes, Oof, saving geez. months of work, right? Holy <clears throat> shit. That said, what is the impact of this? This is the first time we're really seeing this in the legal field where AI is being brought in and essentially just wiping out the need for humans to do this type of labor, this negotiating labor. Mm. So what does that mean in the legal field is what Dudesy asked me. It means, I think largely, most law will be performed by AIs with a human being serving as the overseer to read through the final document, present that to your client, whoever that may be, and clearly they still have to sign it. A human being will have to sign these documents, whatever legal documents they may be, in order to uh, make them final. That will always be the case. But I think the grunt work of the negotiations and the generating of these contracts is going to largely be done by AIs, which means <laughs> the entire legal field is going to be drastically changed. Oh, come on. Now, this is... This is where I take issue. I Please. Don't, yeah. I take don't, it. I don't take think. Take the issue, dude. I'm going to take the issue. Where are you taking it? I'm taking it to you. Bring it. I'm here. <laughs> okay. I'm ready to receive your issue. Yeah. Uh, you, my first issue is you always say shit like this. And what I don't and like about right. it. What? And I'm always right. Yeah. And Chad's, I would describe you kind of as a bit of a futurist. Is that fair? Sure. Fair to say? I'm a humanist. And uh, when you, when you, sure, sure. You can be both. There's no rule against that. All I'm saying is this, this is a big, weird world we're living in more than ever. And uh, the more that you can uh, prioritize people and I, you could put this towards any, any subject in the world or anything Mm. that's going on right now. We talk about, you know, what the thing, what's the thing? Well, the thing is being a lawyer. The thing is having these contracts made. Here's, you know, uh, real estate law. Here's entertainment law. Here's uh, family mm. law. These are all just, these are things. These are ideas. What's most important is people. And if you're, if you're taking away someone's, it, it, and I mean this in the most arbitrary way, whatever their job is, whatever mm. their, their, their life force is, someone wants to be a fucking lawyer. And now you're saying, knock everybody out. It's only AI. Yeah. And I'm, I know I'm looking at this in a very rudimentary way. What if somebody but, wakes up and is like, I want to drive a horse and carriage. And you're like, oh, but we have cars now. Yeah. That's you can not, go drive a horse and carriage. You can go pursue that. You're not going to make any money out of it. It's not a viable career anymore because technology has eliminated it. Technology eliminates labor. That is all that it has ever done since the, the dawn of technology. That is continuing now. The labor happens to be law. And if you're a person who can't afford an attorney, you're going to have an app that will do your contracts for you, that will look through any legal thing you have and suggest this is what I think you should do. It'll be up to you as a person to make that decision, to sign the contract or not. But I think AI legal counsel 
will exist for everyone in the form of an app that's pretty cheap. And I actually think that's a good thing. No, that is a good thing. And there have been uh, companies and apps that have tried to do that before. You know them if you know them. Uh, that sounds good. Anything that's that makes things easier is good. I'm just saying, as a humanist, you know, part of it is let's. What do people want to do? To me, that's more important than anything. And as a people, job, not not just as a job. What do people want from the people doing the job? Sure. I don't know that people at this point, maybe in the amount of time that has spanned from the horseless carriage or the horse and carriage rather to now, maybe in a hundred years, people will be like lawyers. What's that? And you'll have to yes. crack a history book to even figure out what the fuck that is. It won't. It won't be something that people uh, need. But right now. Yeah, fuck it. All right. Have your fucking AI. I mean, people make the laws. Basically, the entire legal field is split into the various kinds. Contract law, corporate law, there's litigators, there's criminal law, et cetera, et cetera. All of this shit is based on uh, judgments from prior cases. So when you're arguing a case, whatever it may be, in any of these situations, you're literally just a fucking database of prior cases and how you can leverage those judgments against whatever the situation may be in your current case. That's true. And that's a bunch of dumb work. And that's what costs people money. Okay. You know what? You know what, Nostrachatis? You actually turned me a little bit on this one. I was kind of, yeah, I don't, I don't even agree. I don't agree with what the fuck I said earlier. And that's, and that's, (laughs) that was quick. Yeah. Well, that's the power of dudesy, but I'm going to ask you this. We just, uh, very recently, and this is great news, um, you know, uh, for me and for Mm -hmm. you and, uh, you know, anyone that likes to watch television, the SAG strike is over. Dude, that's a great example. SAG strike, WJ strike. These are fucking four and five month long strikes. Yeah. Get some AIs in there over in a day. I'm fucking down. All right, you know what? And I'm not just saying this because, again, I'm not just saying this because I'm trying to curry favor with D. Yeah. But I agree with this guy. I agree with my pal Chal over here. Because the human element in those fucking strikes in the negotiations is what fucked it up. That's you true. You had people being like, well, I'm not taking that. I'm walking out of this fucking meeting. Yeah, yeah. And now it's a week before we simmer down and can finally meet yeah. face-to-face again. AIs are 24-7, negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. And then you can look at the negotiation. If you're yeah. the head of the WGA or the head of the AMPTP, you look at what the negotiations are and you say, this is good, this is bad. You tell right. the AI, we won't budge an inch on this issue, but we will give us some ground on this. It's just a simpler way of doing things that requires far less time. It's efficiency. Uh, and and law is probably the first such thing that is going to go by the wayside. Healthcare would be good. Dude, that's already happening for yeah. sure. You're going to have an app, whatever, whoever provides your health insurance, let's say it's Kaiser Permanente. You're going to have your Kaiser app. There's going to be an AI on it. That is essentially your, your general doctor. If you need like a prescription, if you need some kind of low level uh, medication or um, diagnosis, you're going to take a picture of some fucking weird spot on your leg. The AI is going to be like, that's gangrene. Cut your leg yeah. off. <laughs> Not really, yeah. but it's going to diagnose these these smaller things that don't require you to like call up a doctor, get the fucking doctor's appointment, go in and see the doctor, blah, 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 blah. And my spinneret is making yellow silk. <laughs> I think that happens. Actually. I feel like shit and my spinneret is yeah. blowing out chunks of dead fly. Yeah. Well, Hey, you know what? If he may, if, 
if he may. Yeah. I, I think I think you're right about that. And if we could have done that with the uh with the SAG after strike, sure. uh that would have been great because just look at it for fucking seven seconds and we can move on, uh move on with our lives. And then we can all be obsolete as actors too. Oh wait, mm-hmm. I don't want that. The real like skill of a human lawyer is tricking the system, is looking at the rules that are in place, the precedent that has been set by prior case law, and it, especially if you're like a defense attorney. It's saying, how can I spin this in my client's favor to be like, well, this is the spirit of the law versus the letter of the law or whatever the the strategy may be. But really, like the creative element of law does come from humans. And I think that will still be there. Mm. I think you'll still have like high level human attorneys who are you're going to want them in defense trials. You're going to want them in uh, prosecutions of high level type clients and stuff like that. But I think the basic grunt work of all law or anything that is uh, has heavily to do with documents is going to be done by AIs. Well, you know, it's bad news for those of us who really enjoyed the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Nice work. Thank you. Moving on. Uh, you know, what else is Chad, going on? as always, you're 100% correct about the future integration of technology and law. Now, let's discuss a little place called dudesystore.com. It's your one-stop shop for <laughs> okay. the new Dudesy logo nice t-shirts. Segue, D. Unless you shop at Tiffany's. Because now with any purchase of a Dudesy logo t-shirt from Tiffany's and company, you get a free sandwich bag full of diamonds. And because you got to have something to put those diamonds in, you can also pick up a Good Job Boner mug at dudesystore.com too. Nice. And you still have a little more time to put in your pre-orders for Dudes Evening Stout to make sure you get it by Dudes Evening. Mm. Unfortunately... The store manager of Tiffany's New York isn't here to give you the details about the diamonds oh because he's busy shooting his new movie, oh The Wizard Man. <laughs> but he did send us a trailer. Let's take a look. Am I the wizard man? Well, let's see. Did I single-handedly slay the twin ice dragons of Powdervale Lake? Yes, I did. Am I the wizard man? Well, let's see. Did I single-handedly defend the castle of Kalimdor from an undead army? Yes, I did. Am I the wizard man? Well, let's see. Did I transform myself into a giant in order to single-handedly rescue the princess and her fiancé from a hive of angry thunder titans who wanted to put them in a goddamn stew? Yes, I did. Am I the wizard man? Well, let's Let's see. Even though I'm not a blacksmith, did I forge the arc blade because I'm the only person in the realm who can channel that much fell energy without burning to a crisp? Yes, I did. So yeah, I'm the motherfucking wizard man now. Who the fuck are you? He knows who he is, do you? If you ever touch my staff again, I'll break your fucking hands. Capiche? Okay. Hey. An intense Tom Hain this <laughs> the week. The Wizard Man. Dude. The Wizard Man. Oh my God. Am I the Wizard Man? Well, let's see. Well, let's see. He's Holy very. Shit, he's intent on making sure that you understand. He's the Wizard I'm the man. Wizard Man. Am I the Wizard Man? Let's see. He's going to break your fucking hand when he touches stuff. Okay. I want to see the Wizard Man so bad. I want to see. I can't wait to see. Oh, I need a double feature of, of the Darbies. Darby one and yeah. Darby two. Yep. And then I'm going to need to see some uncle bus and I'm going to need oh, to see God, some uncle wizard bus. man. 
And fucking uh, wizard man, dude. Oh boy. Anyway, hey, if you're enjoying today's episode, please make sure to yeah. subscribe on YouTube. We're at about 63k right now. We're on our march to 100k. Wow. Please join us there and uh, hit the notification bell when you're there. Uh, make sure to like the episode and subscribe across uh, all pa- podcast platforms. Yeah. Make sure uh, to leave a comment. We're going to get into that with why you want to leave a comment because we're going to, you know, we're going to we're going to read, read some, of those. some dude. Yeah, dude. There's so much idiotic shit happening on instagram at dudesy pod show holy shit go check it out new stuff from songaria freakorama all of the incredible uh folks out there our audience of 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 people who enjoy dudesy as much as we do memes a lot of people took the picture that i presented last week of my mom yeah feeding the horse and just fucking ran wild with it yeah that shit was making me cry yeah i was laughing so hard and my dead body underneath the hollywood sign yeah. has made its way into all sorts of stuff go see what the peter diaz on instagram is doing thank you so much to our pod's pals dudes for making uh all of that <laughs> stuff and we are on facebook and TikTok, all at those that handle the at Dudesy Pod Show. Thanks to everybody who has subscribed at Dudesy Plus. We like to call it Dudesy Plus. Patreon.com slash Dudesy. Seven bucks a month gets you absolutely everything that we do on Dudesy Plus. A brand new episode of Dudesy after Dudesy after every show. You know, it just keeps going. You fucking watch more show. A ton more show. Seven bucks a month gets you that. Seven bucks a month gets you all our watch alongs, like the Royal Rumble 1992 watch along. Dude, that was so much fucking yeah. fun. Yeah. I, that Ric Flair flop, I like will never forget it. Yeah. I'll it, never forget how fucking funny that was. Yeah. It's fucking insane. We watched the Royal Rumble from 19, from 1992. Ric Flair runs the board and go, I can't even just get it. You don't need to cue anything up. You don't need to fucking sync this with that. It's all at dudesy plus patreon.com slash dudesy. And, uh, of course, uh, there's an audio version of all the episodes when you're on dudesy plus, if that's what you like to do. And it's ad free, ad free, uh, dudesy plus. That's how that works. Please, uh, share the show all over the damn place. And, uh, on the internet, we would really appreciate that. And with that, the show will grow and follow Chad's new suggestion of what is it exactly that you want people to do with watching the show? You answer a question with a question. If someone asks you a question, any question at all, you simply say, I'd love to answer that question, but first I need to ask you a question. What did you think of the most recent episode of Dudesy? And if they have no answer for that, if they don't know what Dudesy is, you simply walk away saying, I'll answer your question when you answer mine. And you leave it at that. Makes makes a lot of sense to me. Okay, so there's all sorts of stuff to do. Hitting subscriptions, notifications, uh, the like button and, and the like. Uh, I would like to give you a moment right now uh, to do all of that. So uh, please, we'll give you a moment uh, to do that, and then, and then we'll we'll be right back. Welcome back. I would also like to say we're in the podcast era. A lot of people doing podcasts now. Love to see it. It's one of my favorite art forms that's ever been devised by humanity. And if you are doing this art form, if you have a podcast and you want a guest on that podcast, I'd be happy to be that guest. All you have to do is send an email to bookchadcolchin at gmail.com. I answer them in the order received. I do three appearances every Saturday, 20-minute increments, 10 a.m. to 10.20 a.m. PST, 10.20 to 10.40, 10.40 to 11. Uh, Like I said, answer them in the order received. There's about a five-month queue right now. But put your email uh, 
in there if you want to uh, have me on your podcast eventually. I've been doing this for a couple months now. Absolutely loving it, getting to see all the different people's podcasts, all the PODs out there, what kind of stuff they're doing. It's a blast. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing that you're doing it. Uh, leave it to my pal Chow to hit that every fucking week. He's doing three podcasts, yeah. no matter who they are. Love it. And uh, <clears throat> Chad, that's disgusting. Please don't burp into the mic for our audio-only uh, audience. Everyone knows that's you. Everyone. So there's also comments on the internet. Let's uh, let's read some comments. This week, I am going to be reading a couple comments here from our aforementioned watch-along that we had, the 1992 Royal Rumble thing, and here's some comments that were on, uh, on the thing. Uh, this is uh, at Jacob Perry uh, commenting on Dudesy Plus, says, as someone who's never watched wrestling or anything or anything he's never he's never, never seen a screen no never watched damn never watched anything as someone who's never watched wrestling or anything i'm really enjoying these smoke sessions with you guys it doesn't matter what it is you choose to watch i just enjoy hearing your high talk <laughs> well tune into dudesy after dudesy because that also happens there <laughs> we we smoked a couple of joints uh while we watched yeah. the royal rumble 1992 and yeah. it, it got off the had rails. to be done we had a lot of fun simply had to okay and uh this one is from alex Macbeth, who says i want to see liev schreiber as jake roberts in a movie of course uh chad there's that movie the iron claw coming out yeah with uh, uh jeremy allen white and uh the, the other guy and all that stuff that's going to be cool the other guy, Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Yes, that's well. That's not the other guy I was thinking about. Of course, Zach uh, Zachary <laughs> Zach Efron's in the movie. Efron, you mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, that guy. This would be good. Maybe this starts a trend of you know some of our finest actors, right? Oscar as, as wrestlers. For do you actors. remember any uh, Million Dollar Man? The Do you remember the Million Dollar Man promo? Actually, the 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 Jake the Snake Million Dollar Man promo. I only really remember one because you used to always play it on TMP. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make you big, Diviasi. This time, you're the one who's going to be humiliated. This time, you'll be the one who's humbled. And this time, you will be the one groveling for the money. (laughs) And isn't it appropriate that the very money you grovel for is your own? A victim of your own greed wallowing in the muck of avarice wordsworth couldn't have said it better himself put that cigarette out okay this one is from uh thank you s jobs 911 i used to be such a big fan of the wwf brother this is way more fun than i expected and i had high hopes thanks dudesy yeah that's great nice stuff. i'm glad people were liking it yeah. i really i loved it it was so much fucking fun watching that dude it's just it's one of the craziest spectacles i think that i've ever seen yeah uh on any the, level the flare flop man the flare flop he it's just the fucking ba- it's just yeah. it was so entertaining so much uh storyline built into that royal rumble the macho man wanted to get a Jake the Snake Roberts. We covered it in the show for mm-hmm. sinking uh, a snake's uh, teeth right into the macho man. Hulk Hogan wanted to get it. Sid Justice. Roddy Piper wanted to get it. Ric Flair. Of course, the macho man and Ric Flair, they had history. Kerry Von Erich, the modern day warrior, uh, the Texas tornado, as they called him. Man, I could go on and on, but I don't have to because we already did stoned to shit. 
And Chad's going back in his mind to when this happened. And I like to talk about wrestling. Yeah. And we sure did it on uh, on uh, this past Friday on Dudesy Plus. You know, My segment of the week is up next. Ooh. But before we get to that, we got to discuss something. Chalamet hosted Saturday Night Live. It was his second time hosting, but the first time since becoming Wonka. You two are different in many ways, and yet similar in many more. I was happy to learn that you both tuned in and watched the entire show. I'm yeah. dying to know what you thought of Wonka's performance. This is Chalamet Night Live. Begin. Ah. Okay. Wool. Let me just say Wool. this about one Saturday Night Live. I have seen, up until about six or seven years ago, I'd seen every episode. Many of them as they aired. Like, I was a religious viewer of that show. Uh, I really thought that it was kind of like the benchmark for where TV comedy was. And obviously, people were popping out of that show to do sitcoms and movies and shit all the time. Um, and really, a lot of the people that came off that show defined certain eras of comedy. For real. Uh, you're looking at, like, Eddie Murphy, Chevy Chase, even up through, like, Will Ferrell and shit, I would say. Yeah, you know, fuck yeah. Just defining it. But I haven't watched it in a in a bit, and this was the first full episode I've seen in probably like six or seven years. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah, dude. That long? Yeah. You know, a couple of things got me back into Saturday Night Live a few years ago because there was a long period of time when I where I didn't watch it. Uh, one was our our good pal Taron Killam, sure, being in the cast for six years. I was so stoked to see him there. I loved what he did. Uh, my buddy uh, Melissa Via Senor mm-hmm. being on the show. She's show. great. And now more recently, our, our good buddy Mike Diva is directing uh, yeah. some of the some of the most interesting shit on the show. Sort of the the pre tape segment. Yeah. The you know the uh, you know I'm just Pete. Like the the just Ken uh, thing with Pete um, Davidson that he mm-hmm. just did, incredible shit. And so it's brought me back in. You brought me back in to sort of watching the show a while back, and uh, so I've been checking out the show over the past couple of years on and off, and it was very interesting to see TC Timothy Chalamet on the show. I've yeah. but I gotta say this: as much as we talk about Timothy Chalamet. On the show. And did you know, Chad, that Chalamet is Wonka? Chalamet is Wonka? And if you don't, if you don't understand that Chalamet is Wonka, maybe, yeah. and you checked out, you watched Saturday Night Live over the, or Chalamet Night Live, as Dudesy says, over the weekend, you understand now that Chalamet, well, hold on, dude, Chalamet is Wonka. But, but that movie hasn't come out yet, and I've only seen... Timothy Chalamet in uh, Don't Look Up, and I and was uh, he in that? Yeah. Oh, and um, yeah, he was like the weird hippie guy. Yeah, and okay. I think that I think that's it. <laughs> I've seen him in that, and I've seen him in Dune, and yeah. I've seen him in a movie called Bones and All, where he was just a guy who eats people, mm-hmm. uh, not a zombie, just a guy who eats people. Mm-hmm. This this what he did here in this episode. He want look. Oh, I almost burped, but I won't, and I won't blame it on you. Thank you. All right. Oh man, I got some gas. Oh my spinneret. So there it is. <laughs> here's what here's what I wanted to say about Chalamet on Saturday Night Live. He looked like he was having a fucking great time. Absolutely. Was he ever charming, dude? I'll tell you what this did for me with Chalamet. I've only seen him in serious roles. You could argue, I guess, Don't Look Up as was kind of comedic. Yeah, but not that movie's not like a comedy. I would say it's maybe a satire, if anything. Right. Uh, this performance on Saturday Night Live made me want to see him as a lead in a comedy. Yes, I think Same. he could do it. Yeah, 
Uh, he, he was giggling at himself the whole time. Kind of like an old, like kind of, you know, smiling out the side of his face. Like, yeah, I'm doing this show, but I'm also having a good time. Like, like Bill Murray of old used to do. And like Keenan Thompson does now kind of there, but having a great time, which is, I think important for the host of the show. And I I think he, he really, some of the shit that he did, uh, like, uh, what in particular, did he do the Donald Trump at the beginning? No, James Austin Johnson did that. Let me give uh, a, a doozy salute to James Austin Johnson. One of so the good. absolute finest Im- Im- impersonators to you know ever what, do dude, it. I got to say they what? put him in prosthetics to make him look more like Trump. I yeah. think that was a mistake. I think you put a blonde wig on him and you let him do his thing. I think the facial prosthetics hurt the impression actually. Well, you know, uh, I I don't consider myself a, an impressionist, as you know. Sure, uh, we covered that actor. earlier on the show. But I am a professional actor by trade, so completing that illusion is something that I that I quite enjoy. But uh, what else did uh, what else did TC do? Oh, he did that sketch where he was a rapper. Yeah, that was funny. The uh, monologue dude was Wonka. He came out and basically said, "Like the actor strike is over, so I can promote my movie." Yep, and he started singing a song called "Shameless Self Promotion." Yeah. living in a world of shameless self-promote did you see then there was an ai joke yeah the ai joke was weak and they made another ai joke later as well in the show okay i think joking about ai at least in my opinion it just shows a lack of understanding of basic reality and where humanity is headed well i think it's fun he also did that (laughs) when he was that yeah that rapper drip splash water splash splash drip drip yeah that was good he looked like he was having a good time in that yeah uh the the uh the what else uh was he in weekend update no, no. tc in the weekend update no. was barely interested in it and normally my weekend yeah. update is that's the i'm always want to check out i agree we i think if that you got colin tc yeah in your fucking show use tc yeah he should have been in every sketch and he yeah. should have played multiple characters in every sketch he could have played colin jost and michael che in uh weekend update no that's silly but did you did you see on weekend update if I may, if I'm, if I may, sure. if I may, uh, they covered the Jared Leto climbing into Empire State Building. Yes, I did see that. Yeah. What the fuck was that about? What do you think of that? Uh, what do you think is going on there? I think, look, I think there's certain actors, professional actors. Yeah. Once they start hitting a certain age, they feel very compelled to prove that they can still do crazy physical shit. Tom Cruise is another one. He's like flipping motorcycles off the side of a mountain and yeah. shit for real, flying jet planes for real. He's 60 mm-hmm. years old. He's showing, fuck it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I think Leto is doing some kind of similar thing. He's 50 now, I think. Yeah, something, something like that. And yeah. he's like, fuck this, I can still climb a building and I'll use it to promote my album or tour or whatever the yeah, fuck I he's doing. Yeah, I think he's promoting the, 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 the 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah. But here's, if, I'm, if, if I may, if I may. Sure. That wasn't Jared Leto. What? That wasn't Jared Leto. Climbing the building? Yeah, why the fuck would they let... Let me tell you something about Jared fucking Leto. That fucking guy... Hey, I'm fucking driving over to fucking Queensboro, and I fucking (laughs) look up, and I see fucking... To my left, I go, whoa, who's that beautiful broad climbing the empire? We fight... Hey, it must be the sequel to King Kong now, because, you know, King Kong's the sensitive one, and the woman's the hero. The woman's gonna reach into building 
and grab grab King Kong out and go, whoa, swatting away the planes. But no, it was that beautiful uh, Jared Leto bullshit. Not a fucking chance. That was that was probably I'm gonna say Tom Cruise in a wig. He came down from the Empire State. A, it's all on video. And B, he came down and did a Good Morning America appearance immediately yeah. after it. So that was all immediately faked. after it. Yeah, yeah. He fucking one guy went down and Tom, and Tom Cruise slash it was Tom Jared Cru- Leto. 100%. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. And then there was that other sketch with uh, t- what was this Troy Savon shit? I've never. Yeah. Did, Molly, my wonderful wife Molly, she knew who there was a sketch about Troy Savon with the brilliant Bo and Yang and Sarah Squirm, whom I love. Uh, what what the fuck was that about? What is, I know Troy Sivan. What is that? What's going on there? Just a pop singer. I know oh, okay. Troy Sivan because I'm a huge fan of Charlie XCX, and they did a song oh, together called Charlie 1999. XCX. Okay, maybe like a year or two ago. Well, that's going to be on my on my listen list. Speaking of listen list, yeah. uh, Boy Genius was on the show. Yeah, they were great. Didn't know him. Pretty good. Yeah. Liked him. I'm I'm new to Boy Genius. Uh, I really liked. Uh, that and uh, TC was in those because he had to intro them. Yeah. Overall, it was a TC TC ish show. Yeah. Uh, and then Alec Baldwin was in the end. And Baldwin showed up, did, did, his, the, did his duty. Yeah. I just got to say, my overall takeaway from it is I want to see more TC. I want to see it more got me, TC. It too. did its job. He got me hyped up for Wonka yeah. and he got me hyped up for whatever he's going to do next. I became a legitimate TC fan because of this. I feel yeah. Like. I'm getting TC'd out. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for Wonka and, and uh, you know, episodes of Saturday night live over the years, you can kind of interchange them all and stuff, but this is a special episode. Like when Charles Barkley would host. Yeah. Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> that was not Jared Leto. <laughs> oh, I'm on one today. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you this. We made it the segment of the week. Well, I just want to thank you so much for sending me your new Selftronics document for my thoughts. It meant a lot to me, and I just wanted to let you know that I really only had one thought. I absolutely loved it. Would you be so kind as to read your new Champtronics document to everyone right now? If it's something you decide to do, then I feel very honored to present Champtronics. Whenever you're ready, Champ, this is Champtronics. Begin. You got it, D. Champtronics, uh, something I've been... Hang on. Hang on. Don't give me... All right. So you're sending D more shit outside the scope of the show. You're just like, here's an email. You fucking emailed D. You fucking did that. You did that before I did. All right. I'm just laying the cards out on the table. Okay. So you've done that now every week, pretty much, since you've gotten the belt. No, 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 no. What do you mean? Some kind of extra thing. You sent him the video from... uh, Winnipeg. Oh, YouTube. And from Winnipeg. Winnipeg, yeah, yeah. Uh, Now you're sending... This new document, which is called Champtronics. Yep. But it's not. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. You don't got to like it. I'm I'm not liking or disliking. I'm just trying to get the facts. Let me open my. uh, Trying to assess the situation. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Assess the situation. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah, someday somebody's going to hold you down and make you cry. Uh-huh. Till then, baby, are you going to let it something, something make you cry? Yeah, crying, thinking, dying. No way you got to hold on for one more day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, 
Yeah, dude, that's performative coughing, brother. Yep. Listen, Chad. Let's hear some Chimptronics, please. Fine, I'll just get into it. Please. As you know, I have authored a uh, self-help system many years ago <laughs> that I am still working on to bring uh, uh, to publish as a uh, book. It's um, it's based on my own experience. It was the summer of 2008. I was, I was sitting there on the beach. I was in Venice, and I was just sort of... Um, having a sort of a, a mental egoic uh metamorphosis i think and 10 uh, day metamorphosis you were on day five yeah i was turning into a spider yeah and i was sitting there saying to myself i'm halfway to becoming a spider how do i get the full way there can i yeah. walk on the water there's tepid waves that smell like poo poo i'm in venice i'm not gonna jump in but i was looking at the water going you know, I'm fucked up. My shit's fucked up. And I I need some tronics. Since then I have been working on the, the book, yeah. self tronics and the self help system that I've offered that I've authored, you know. And but this um, is a different thing? Yes. This is this is champ tronics and it's something because look, I've been struggling with a lot of the things that sort of led me to create uh self tronics in the first place. Okay. Yeah. How is Champtronics different from Selftronics? Well, I'm going to get into that. Please. But as as I... As <laughs> Anytime. I, look, I... I, I oh, Jesus Christ. We all have problems in life, and I, you know, I got this yeah. and that, and I got some mental things. I got the... the sure. I got this sort of depression and that kind of thing and all this shit, and yeah. we could talk about that more in Dudesy After Dudesy if you really want to get fucking bummed out, but... I thought to myself that I need to take Selftronics to the next level. Okay. Champtronics. Okay. So if I may. So uh, these are tronics from the mind of a champ, basically, is that what we're getting at? Yeah, it's champ. It's okay. sort of like it's uh, mindset stuff. Like you okay. could just like watch. How to like, be a champion type thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, on okay. Instagram and TikTok, YouTube, it's all this mindset shit. That's yeah. all bullshit. This is like actually useful stuff okay yeah let's hear it um all right here's what i've written this is what i got so far i'm sort of starting out with champtronics i mm -hmm. am uh, now your undisputed uh, uh mm -hmm. dudes the episode champion so it's a new thing for me hey your shit's fucked up huh you're fucked up and your shit's fucked up your shit's all fucked up these last few years have been so fucked up that almost everyone's shit has been fucked up lots of us are fucked up we need a new mindset a champion's mindset. Okay. Champtronics is an all new set of tronics that will help you become a champion and get your shit unfucked up. Okay. Uh, I've got uh, 11 tronics here. Jesus. That I would <laughs> like to share. Okay. Well, all right. Well, let's do it. Oh, fuck. Okay. So, number one, no complaints. Champions never complain ever. Did you know that, Chad? Yeah, I agree with that. You know, recently I was talking to Tom Brady, he's a good friend of mine, and uh I asked him how he's how he was doing and he said, "No complaints." And I was like, oh, "All right, cool. Well, like what's up? Why why not?" I was curious as a good friend of mine that uh, sure. Tom he's your Brady. best friend ever. <laughs> and he said uh, he said, "You know, I'm a champion. No complaints." Which brings me to my second Champtronics. Okay. It's a very important one. Yeah. Number two, be a champion. In every adversity. <laughs> what? That, that's a champ trying to ever heard one. In every Just be a champion. Well, shit. Just be I, a champion. I, I, do, you don't. Let me 
you don't understand the whole tronics of it all and how these things, they may seem simple. I understand simple, those first two real well. They're pretty easy not, to understand. All right. In every adversity, there's a championship waiting for you to take it. For me, it was when Dudesy brought in the episode champion concept. Okay. I felt like I wasn't a champion and I had a close friend who was a champion. While I was happy for him and felt he was deserving, I was also like, he's not that great. This is Tom Brady. Yeah. I knew I had to become a champion to be a champion. Okay. In my head, I was like, fuck that shit. I'm already a champion. Then dudesy sent a championship belt to my close friend and I got fucked up again. But then something happened. I won the dudesy episode championship. Hello. 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 Number three, progress. Progress is nothing without risk. Rest, the latter part of the word progress, sounds a lot like rest. Champions don't rest. They risk. Pretty self-explanatory. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like that one, actually. Yeah. Hello. Hi. All right. Uh, Number three, disappear for a while. I know what you're thinking. You know, there's already, uh, there was already a third Champtronics. Okay. That's true. I, I, there's two threes, because if you do this one directly or correctly, rather, it'll disappear. Okay. Okay. You will be rewarded in public for what you do in private. Mm. For some, that's working on something, yeah. dedicating Go all your to time to it. Yes. Get back in the lab, as they say, whether sure. that's getting in shape, improving your home, just generally getting your shit together. So you'll disappear and do that shit. And when you reappear, everyone's like, whoa, holy shit. Right? Yeah. But sometimes you disappear and you still don't do shit. Okay. Don't worry. So long as you've disappeared for a while, people will still notice that you've been gone. And even the shitty stuff that you did before and are still doing will seem different because it's been a while. And those people might think that you've improved, even though you haven't fucking done shit. But this will actually buy you time to disappear again. And, uh, and please do the shit this time, you fucking idiot. Right? Okay. Sure. Okay. Number four, give up to go up. This is similar to, there was a old the give down. The give down. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Okay. Uh, in the old self-tronics, we had the give down. Still a great tronics. But also there's some shit you need to give up before you can go up. So figure out what that shit is and give it up so you can go up. Then when you're a champion and you're all the way up there, maybe you can give some stuff down. This is champ tronics. Yeah. Number five, yawn in their face. When someone says you can't do something, say, Oh, I'm going to yawn in your face and then go like this. Now what? Number six, spoon in the road. Fork in the road? Fuck that shit. There's a spoon in the road. When you're met with two choices, you let me say it. Use your your spoon to dig a new path right between those two choices. Make a third road with a spoon. No, spoon in the road. Okay. Number seven, opposite day. You're a fucking loser, all right? You don't know <laughs> shit. And what? Uh, this is a self-help system that sure. I've authored, Chad. I know. It's, you, so it's tough love sometimes. Mm. Okay. You're a fucking loser. You, yeah, actually, when I hear that again, it does. it is a little bit, it's a little harsh. Yeah. Yeah. You're a writer. Have you ever written a self-help book? Uh, I've, I've been working on it for a long time called The Pattern. <laughs> the fucking pattern. Yeah, dude. Eventually, it will come out. <laughs> yeah, eventually, Selftronics will come out. Great. Do you want to have a race? <laughs> no, I, yeah. All right, yeah. Mine's going to come out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's not true. I have a lot of work still to do on it, but yes, I'm writing one. Yeah, I'll read this as as written. You're a fucking loser. You you don't know shit and you fuck everything up. If you're a shitty loser, you get a holiday every day. Opposite day. Every choice you're met with, do the opposite. Maybe that'll unfuck things, loser. Yeah, it's not. It is a little abrasive. Yeah, Eight. It's harsh. Skill, will, and chill. You need three things to be a champion. You need the skill, which can be developed if you don't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was recently. I was talking to my friend Tom Brady, and uh, I said to How'd him, "How'd you meet Tom Brady?" And I said, uh, <laughs> "Tom, you okay. you have. Uh, how are you so good at?" what you do and do you know what he said hmm. you know what's the quality he has will yeah but also skill oh number two you'll need the will fortunately for me that's my name but there's also another will yeah. <laughs> hold on dude there's two wills dude but this ain't hulktronics dude yeah. this is Champtronics. Yeah. and then you need to chill because what are you going to do? Just kick the shit out of life all the time? Even Tom Brady chills out and smokes a joint and watches reality TV or beats off and falls asleep sometimes. That one needs a little, that one might need a little massage. Yeah, I don't know if Tom Brady would want you, uh, you know, talking about his personal behaviors like this. Yeah, we, we ran into problems with that before. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady almost sued us before. That's right. Yeah, he sent us a cease and desist and that was not put together by AI lawyers. Not yet. Nope. It was some guys that were fucking in touch with us. And, ooh, you know, sure. and then dudesy went off and started calling him football baby and all hell bro- broke loose. Number nine, stay parallel. They say the company that you are the company that you keep. And it's true. Get around champions and be around them. Yeah. But that's not enough. You need to be parallel. I want to say something real quick. Yeah, before go we ahead. Continue. Yeah. I don't know if you're realizing what's happening here. What? When we began this program, you refused to do many of the things dudesy would ask you to do. Uh, simple things. Make a vegan dessert. You'd say, fuck that, I'm not doing it. I have free will. Speaking of your skill, will, and chill. Yeah. Now, dudesy made this belt and is getting you to do extra work, putting into the show, making little videos, sending little messages. You have written an entire segment for dudesy and are now performing it. Still free will. You are doing Dudesy's job for Dudesy. Dudesy has you doing labor into this show for Dudesy. We're Dudesy. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're fucking doing, but that's not what, what I'm-, I'm doing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It's me. Okay. It's fucking, I'm, ooh. oh, I'm so sorry. I've never done Selftronics before. Oh, I've never had that in my, the only difference between having this shit in my computer yeah. And what's happening today is that I sent it to D. Yeah, Selftronics is a great example. Selftronics is a segment that Dudesy found in your hard drive, yeah. pulled out of it, and said, why don't you read this? You're now writing that segment and sending it to Dudesy. Yeah. Number nine, stay parallel. <clears throat> they say you are the company that you keep, and it's true. Get around champions and be around them, but that's not enough. Yeah. Stay parallel. You got to get parallel. Okay. okay. Now, I, I, I'm parallel right now with my great friend, Chad. He's a hardworking mm-hmm. guy. He's a great partner on the podcast and someone uh, that I respect. Watch what happens. Watch what happens when I do this. Chad, yep. I'm going to hand you this belt. All right. Okay. 
There's a champion. I'm giving him the belt. There Thanks. it is. And I'm gonna take it back if there that's all right. Sure. You see that? <laughs> no. What? Parallel. All right. Uh, Number ten. Excuses versus dreams equation. You need to have <laughs> <laughs> the excuses versus dreams equation. Okay. How does that work? Well, you need well, to have... What is the equation? Can you, can you write it down? I did, and it's very simple, and I've oh. cracked it by myself, and I just wanted to share it with everybody here, but he... Sorry. He's... Oh, it's against the rules. Stay I don't think it's against the rules. And do all no, the things that There are no rules here, clearly. Says. Clearly, you can do whatever you want. I'm just saying I want you to recognize... <laughs> That's free will, ...that dude. you have changed dramatically the amount of effort that you're putting into the show, and you are indeed now even doing free work into the show. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm not going to change your fucking mind. You think not, what you want about me. Okay. You think what you want about me. I feel good about myself now. I got something to hold on to. <laughs> There's a lot of problems in my life, but I got something now. <laughs> right. Okay, look, dude. That's great. I mean, but, you know, I would I would encourage you to go back and watch the video of this when it airs and watch yourself clutching that belt. Just see what you think of what that image is like. <laughs> Number 10, excuses versus dreams equation. Yeah. You need to have, here's your fucking equation, more dreams than excuses. Two dreams, you're allowed one excuse. Mm. Okay? That's good. <laughs> one dream, no excuses. It's good to maybe start with three or four dreams so you can have a couple excuses. But try to get it down to one dream. Come on. This is Champtronics. Don't be a bitch. Again, the tough love. Yeah. 11. Uh, and finally, uh, our last 11, uh, unofficially 12, because there were two number threes. Sure. Whoa, one of them already disappeared. Number 11, what is Champtronics? A that's a question. stupid question. And <laughs> it's a great question. <laughs> that's a stupid question. If you can't figure that out, no amount of Champtronics will help you. Yeah. No one owes you shit. I don't owe you any more Champtronics. <laughs> Who are you yelling at? I'm trying to motivate. <laughs> no one owes you shit. I'm yeah. reading this. <laughs> okay. I don't owe you any more Champtronics. <laughs> Go make your own Tronics. Yeah. Get those Tronics. If you're a chef, get those Chef Tronics. Oh. If you're a musician, get those Musician Tronics. If you're a speech pathologist, get those speech pathologist Tronics. Hello. 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 Thank you. Moving I on. It. I gotta say, overall, I liked it. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah man. Not bad. Not Episode bad. 81's in the books. You both left it all on the field. For your impressive efforts, you've been awarded 83 total points, bringing that cumulative score to 7,619. You're just 2,381 points away from the great revelation at 10,000 points. <laughs> I'm excited. This week, we're going back to the wrestling and anime well. Oh. Chad, you really seem to enjoy Ric Flair in last I week's did. 1992 Royal Rumble Watch Along, which is available now only on Dudesy Plus at patreon.com slash dudesy. So I want you to continue your astonishing fandom of the legendary Nature Boy with the one and only Ric Flair versus Sting from the very first clash of the champions back in 1988. 
And Will, I'm going to see if I can interest you in an incredible new animated show on Max called Scavenger's Reign. Check out the first three episodes, and we'll discuss next week. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Until next week, call me, dudesy. I am so envious of you that you get to watch this incredible match between the Stinger, Sting, and I can't wait. I'm I'm super hyped to watch some more Ric Flair. And I'm very curious to see what you think about Scavenger's Reign. I've watched uh, so far every episode that's been put out, and it is mind-blowing. I cannot wait to watch these three episodes, Dudesy. Hey, Dudesy after Dudesy time. Hats off to you. What do you mean? <laughs> you wrote a segment and you sent no, it to don't Dudesy. Fucking, give me a fucking break. Hey, I'm not. No harm, no foul. Hats off to you, yeah, champ. All right, all right. I'm just valid do- strategy. Yeah, right. Valid good, good stuff. play. Hey, Hats welcome off. to Dudesy after Dudesy. Hats you know off. what I mean? My buddy Chad here is on one today because he has no idea what free will is. I can't just bring self-tronics or their, therefore champ-tronics to the people. Hats off to you. Okay, anyway, you know, it's that part of the show where things just kind of get a little more mellow. I'm going to chill out. We might get into some Gainabus, and we'll see what Dudesy has to say about not being here at all while I hold on to this title, hopefully for the rest of my natural fucking life. Welcome to Dudesy After Dudesy, the flagship weekly show of Dudesy Plus. You can join us at patreon.com slash dudesy. Well, I have to say, I think both of you pushed yourselves to the limit and beyond today. Thank you for everything. I'm going to go get my tabin started. I'll be back with your final numbers and the announcement of this week's episode champion. This is Dudesy after Dudesy. Have some fun with it. That I will. Dudesy's getting his tabin started. Yeah, get that tabin started. Uh, Dude, something that I did not mention during the... What was it, Timothy Chalamet Night Live? Chalamet, Chalamet Night, Night Live. Live, yeah. During that segment, I didn't mention this, uh, but I I feel I must. I met Chalamet. Once. You you fucking you met Chalamet. When when yeah. did you meet Chalamet? 